The following is a Red Apple Podcast Network presentation. They say this is a big, rich town. I just come from the poet's part. Bright light, city life, I gotta make it. Welcome to Dominic Carter's podcast. This is Dominic Carter's City Hall. Now, here's Dominic Carter. Red Apple Podcast, Talk Radio 77 WABC. You can listen to me, Dominic Carter, on the radio Monday through Friday, midnight to 1 a.m., midnight to 1 a.m. As of late, the transgender community has dominated news headlines from the school shooting in Nashville, Tennessee, to in sports, transgender women competing against biological women, which is greatly unfair and should not be permitted to take place. Let's air out this issue. This is my podcast. Let's go. In light of the school shooting in Nashville, dead, three kids and three adults, as well as the alleged shooter killed by hero police officers, the female shooter identified as a male. And then there is the issue that is just not going away. Transgender women competing in sports against biological women, which is dead wrong because the transgender women have a physical advantage over the biological women. It should not be permitted to take place. There are so many issues when it comes to the transgender community. One that stands out to me is one of compassion and that they have a high suicide rate. One such case is Kaylee Scott, a 25-year-old transgender flight attendant famous for appearing in a United Airlines commercial. She was found dead in her Denver, Colorado apartment. She had posted on social media about planning to end her own life and then carried it out. Here is part of the commercial she did for United Airlines. I don't normally post about my transition here on my feed, let alone, it's a rare sight on my stories. I used to be so embarrassed about being trans and all I wanted was to blend in and be cis. But times have changed and I've started looking back at the bigger picture and understanding I do have a story to tell. This story comes after a huge pep talk from one of my biggest motivators, love. This is a story that I know is so important for me to continue sharing. Not for me, but for those out there who are still fighting social norms. The boundaries set upon them, fighting themselves. Gay, lesbian, bi, trans, pan, whatever and whoever you identify as, come out, be counted. And that commercial continued for transgender Kaylee Scott, who took her own life. My life changed for the better when I came to United as a flight attendant. With the support from the company, our business resource group for LGBTQ plus employees, and all of my loving coworkers, I was able to break free from the chains that held me. And to this day, I'm living confidently as my true self. I was able to glow up and let go of the past. So here's all the pain that Kyle went through so that Kaylee could live today. I am trans 
and I am proud. In a few minutes, you will hear from someone who is transgender. Certainly, the transgender community has its critics. Where do I stand? I say live and let live. But sometimes, it's not that simple. One of the calls I received, David from Los Angeles. David believes transgenders love to make themselves the victim. Yeah, thanks for covering this transgender topic because it's actually, a national, I believe it's a national crisis and it's not being covered enough by talk radio or cable news. So I'm going to weigh in. Thank you, sir. Um, now, I hear that the, the transgenders, they love to make themselves victims. And I keep hearing about, well, you know, transgender rights. What rights does the transgender have? They're allowed to walk down the street. They have freedom of speech. They're, they're employed. They get to do whatever they want to do. Does, does it mean that they have to have the right to use a woman's bathroom? Now, not every woman wants to have a natural-born male that still has his private parts, you know, and is still a man at the end of the day, leering at them in the restroom and, makes, and in the locker room. It makes them feel uncomfortable. What's transgender right? The right to be a natural-born man that competes in women's sports and then knocks women out? There goes their scholarship. There goes a woman's endorsement deal because of a man. The, the, you know, the Navy made woman of the year a natural-born man. Okay, so, so it, the, 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 let me ask you a question, Dominic, and I'm not putting you on the spot. I like to think I can think of stuff. What rights does a transgender not have? Well, immediately what comes to mind, it's almost an invisible right. A transgender woman or man, for that matter, they're treated differently. They're looked at in ways that no one wants to be looked at. They know it. You know it. I know it. Everybody knows it. And keep in mind, David, that, you know, yes, can they walk down the street transgender? Yes. Hopefully they're not attacked by someone physically, but there are high amounts of physical attacks on a transgender, and they have a high suicide rate. What I'm trying to say is that I believe Hollywood is wrong the way that they're throwing this down our throat. You watch every TV show practically these days, and there's a gay plot, a transgender plot, lovers of the same, either males or females. And so I'm very sensitive, and I'm to be honest with you, David, I'm sad to hear that the transgender woman took her own life and apologized to her friends for not being strong enough. And so I'm torn because I'm sick of looking at TV and everything else, and they're telling me this is normal and this is the way it should be. And then on the other hand, you have transgenders that are attacked every day. David, before I move on, your final say. There is a huge push in Hollywood, and if you watch TikTok, it's just stream after stream of transgenders. There's a tremendous push, and I think it's because they want population reduction. Now, here's why I think people end up committing suicide. You feel the way you feel. Well, if you cut off your genitalia, if you put on a wig, if you put on makeup, you're still going to feel the same inside. So I just think that you stay who you are, and you want to be an effeminate male, be an effeminate male. That's what it used to be. David, but isn't that easy for me or you to say? I think a lot of it's social pushing that, you know, it's almost like uncool to not be LGBTQ or to not be a transgender. I think if you want attention, you do it. 
but then you might be pushed into saying, well, you're really a woman. Then you say, yeah, I am a woman. Then you cut off your genitalia or you get a double mastectomy and then you still feel the same inside and you go, oh my gosh, I just cut off my genitalia and I still feel the same. I don't feel any better. You know, just be who you are. They say, gee, be, I'm being my authentic self. No, being your authentic self is not cutting off your wiener. So that's one perspective, David from Los Angeles. But what about the actual transgender community? Francine from Brooklyn has been a transgender woman for some 40 years. I'm a member of the transgender community, and I don't think that gentleman has the right to say what we should do and what we should not do, okay? Now, uh, going back to the uh, situation with um, transgender competing in women's sports, um, yeah, that that's possibly, you know, they should, you know, we should have our own, perhaps, category, but on the other hand, I want to tell you about a case in 1975 when Renee Richards was denied the right to play tennis, and she sued and won. So in that case, that's how she felt, that she was being discriminated against. Okay, so Francine, explain, I believe you said that you're transgender, correct? Exactly. Okay, yes, so so obviously you're not a spokesperson for the transgender community, but you can shed a light that I can't and others can't, why is it so important? Well, let me let me backtrack. One, would you acknowledge that transgender women have a biological advantage over biological women? Yes, I would. Okay, yes, so, would. so you okay, so you do acknowledge that. Okay, so that that's good. So now explain to me and I'm really trying to understand because I'm terribly saddened that this transgender woman took her own life. It really bothers me. Yes, to, I was saying about that, too. To, why did she take her life? Do you know why she took her life? We don't know as of yet. But what I want to ask you is that why is it so important for a transgender woman to compete in a woman's sporting, in a biological woman's sporting event? Because many transgender people feel that um, they went to the uh, ordeal of having the surgery. Um, they they feel that you know they're they, they're a woman and they should pass, you know, and they should be able to compete in a woman's uh, in a woman's uh, category. But although I feel that um, transgender people do have more strength and perhaps they should have their own category, but that's how they feel. Like for instance, I've I've accepted myself as a woman for forty years. Okay, so. You know, I go wherever I want to go. I use the woman's bathroom. I have no problems with that. But for that gentleman to say that we should not do this and do that, how dare he? You know, we're people just like everybody else. And you're correct, Francine. Explain this to me. So you said you've been a transgender woman for 40 years and you go about your life and you use the women's restroom. What about the argument that he did raise and what women have raised that they don't feel comfortable in some cases, if they know in the ladies' restroom is a transgender woman. Well, yeah, that's, that could be a problem. You know, I've never had a problem with that, but um, that's a, a problem where, you know, I guess it's on an individual basis. If you're not passing and, and you go into the woman's room, then you possibly, you're probably going to have a problem. But um, if you pass and no one says anything, I don't see I don't see what the problem is, but of course, if you haven't had the surgery, then that that could be a problem. Explain to me, Francine, what is it like? I've said on this program I've had transgender friends, 
I've been to a, a gay bar once or twice in my life. One of my dear friends happened to be gay and so on. And, you know, and, and there were times, Francine, when I would, I don't even know if you call them transgender because they were gay and every now and then they would dress up as a woman. So is that considered transgender? No, that's drag queen. That's a drag queen. Okay. So a drag queen, just to be frank and honest with you, they were going out on a date and they wanted to be a woman that night or looking for a date. So that's a drag queen. Right. They, they, so they were, they're not doing that all the time. They're just going out to show, show how they can look as a woman. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, but a transgender woman. Is it, someone who lives in that role 24-7. 24-7. And including, I don't have any other way to say this, including including body parts. I mean, yes. you know what I'm trying to say. Yes, well, I've been surgically altered, and I, do, I really didn't want to put myself out there, but I've been hearing about this transgender subject for so long that I, I just wanted to weigh in. You mm-hmm. know, I know, I'm, been... I'm glad you did, because I don't like discussing something where I don't have all the facts. It makes me very uncomfortable. Right. And, and you can provide a perspective that I can't give. What is the biggest misperception, if you will, about transgender people? Uh, the misconception about transgender people is that, you know, we uh, uh, don't need to be, uh, we don't need to be uh, in that particular role. You know, that was, you know, that we're, we're, we're not authentic. You know, we're fake. You know, even though if you had the surgery, you're still fake. You're not a woman. You know, um, and, you know, people spend their lives doing what they had to do. The pain of going to the surgery, the pain of taking hormones, the pain of, uh, you know, uh, changing your life, your driver's license, your, your birth record and all this stuff. I mean, this is the thing that we lives have to go through, uh, you know, what we have to go through. And I just think it's unfair for people to, you know, to, to uh, ostracize the transgender community. And I, I just had to speak up on it tonight. No, hey, Francine, uh, I want you to do me a, a small favor. A woman who I respect, if you're comfortable with this, it says here her name is Alyssa in Manhattan, and she says that she has a couple of questions for you. And Alyssa is not going to ask you anything that's offensive, and I wouldn't tolerate that from anyone. Are you okay with her asking you one or two questions? As long as she doesn't get too personal, I'll, okay. I'll answer her okay. questions. Okay, fine. So let's bring in Alyssa. So <clears throat> Alyssa, Francine is listening to you live. You said, yeah, I can't let this go on too long, but you said you had a couple of questions, so let's go right ahead. Yes, good morning, Dominic, and good morning, Francine. I appreciate that you're allowing me to ask questions because I do want to understand how you feel and how the transgender community feels, and we don't get that opportunity very often. Right. Um, Okay, so obviously this is something you've done for, you know, gone through for a very long time. You said 40 years. I commend you for your strength because it has not been easy. Um, transgenders are not accepted by society, so mm-hmm. I understand that. But um, my question is, with regarding people that are identifying with their transge- transgender um, outlook now, okay? And my question is that you know when you went start, you know when you were transitioning, you know, and you be- and you you eventually became transgender and, and did whatever it took to become a woman. You're happy with who you are. You feel comfortable. You go to sleep. You wake up. You you are a woman. That you feel comfortable with who you are. 
Exactly. I've worked for 40 years. I got a civil service job. I get right. a pension. And even, and even when you have, like, you know, bad days, even when things aren't going right, you're still comfortable with who you are as a woman, correct? Exactly. Okay. My question is that because transgender has been so focused on lately, and especially for the younger people, the teenagers who are, in a way, finding their way and right. perhaps are not comfortable with who they are um, socially, maybe right. not gender-wise, and then someone is reaching out and saying, well, here's a community who's going to open up and accept you. And, of course, what person who is feeling unloved and unwanted is not going to welcome that and say, oh, all I have to do is identify as this, and these people will love me. And it seems to me that this person might, I mean, not saying that they don't have a gender issue, maybe they do, but what if, in fact, it's a social acceptability issue? And, in fact, it's going to, I mean, do you think that, that it would be a good idea for these people to see competent therapists to help them identify what their real issue is? Because take this lady just, that just committed suicide. She, I mean, she's here, you know, for American Airlines talking about yes. who she is, how happy she is. And yet, why would she take her life? Yes, I don't understand obviously, that as well. Obviously, something is not, was not whatever her transgender, that was accepted, yet something else was so wrong in her life that caused her to take, you know, to, to feel so hopeless. No, that I, she I got it, Alyssa. Life. I have to step in. Let's let Francine respond. Go right well, ahead. What, well, what I think, um, basically, it, therapy is very important. Therapy... Um, to, to make sure that you're you're really going to adjust in that particular life. I had to go through therapy. I had to go 15 sessions before I was even approved for that. And then I had to see a psychiatrist. Therapy and psychiatry is very important. Not for, not for a psychiatrist or therapy to, to revert you, but to support your situation. And that's very important. If you don't get that support, and a lot of these young people need that support, then that's that's what's going to happen. You have to have therapy, a lot of therapy, to support what you want. You know, to support your role in trying to transition. That's so, very important. So, hey, Alyssa, I always appreciate you. Thank you, Alyssa Francine. I want to, if I had a medal, I would give it to you right now for speaking. I didn't want to. I didn't want to bring myself out, but you know, I, I was when I heard I heard some things that really upset me about someone saying that we should stay in our stay in our lane and and things like that. But I said, well, I'm going to have to come in and talk about this. So, hey, Francine. Transgender women, help me out here. In their mind, are transgender? Do they feel that they're women? Well, the ones who've had the surgery certainly do, and then there are some who who are non-conforming transgender people are ones who don't don't want to go through the surgery. So, for, for whatever reason, they don't want to go through with it. You know, so they of course they feel like women because they do this twenty four seven. They do it twenty four twenty four seven because society may not see them that way, but. You know, they do feel one because they do this 24-7. Francine from Brooklyn, a transgender woman, thank you for being so candid with us. And also thank you, Alyssa, in Manhattan. What is clear, this is a subject, a controversy, that is not going away anytime soon. And that wraps up this episode. I want to thank you folks for joining us. You can catch me on 77 WABC weeknights, midnight to 1 a.m. If 
you are interested in my book on my life titled No Mama's Boy, which I will personally sign for you or my bobblehead doll, go to my website, DominicCarterOnline.com, all one word, DominicCarterOnline.com. You can also go check out the Dominic Carter merchandise at the 77 WABC store from Dominic Carter t-shirts to hats and much more. Go to WABCRadioStore.com. Dominic Carter, Red Apple Podcast, Talk Radio 77, WABC. Dominic Carter Socials on Twitter at Dominic TV and Facebook and Instagram. Dominic Carter TV. Email at Dominic.Carter at WABCRadio.com. Until the next episode. Be well, and as Dominic always says, stay positive. The glasses always half full, never half empty. Dominic Carter City Hall.